This is The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Good morning, Melbourne. Good morning to everyone listening in all around the world, live on the SEM Plus app. If it's an app or if it's online. Rob, you look a bit rough this morning. What's happened? I thought my name's Diana Simons. Is that it, not you can it? be if you like. Okay, I know you're that, that way inclined. Oh, mate, I went to uh, U2 last night. Oh, was that a bucket list thing? Yeah, no. No? Oh, actually, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, good. That could be my homework, is that I, I actually I did intend to go to U2 as good. part of my bucket list. Nice. Um, even though I have a uh, distest of buckets as a whole. As hey, I found out about it. We got a bit of hassle, because a couple of weeks ago, we couldn't work out why it was called bucket list. Yeah. It's things to do before you kick the bucket. Oh, right, so it's a metaphorical thing. If you say so, Rob. As opposed to a literal thing. It's both. It's confusing these days because everyone says literally before every single thing they describe. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of assuming that something's literal, people seem to want to just throw it in every everywhere they can. But you do, yes. um, God, you know when you have like that 2 a.m. kebab and then you wake up at, at sort of 6.30 and you're still full from it? Oh, right. It's not a good feeling. No. It's a bit rank. But you're congested for other reasons this week, aren't you, Beefy? What's <laughs> yeah. been going on in the uh, surgery? Yeah, column? well, some of you may know. I uh, had my nose taken off and mm-hmm. put back on, and it's mm. uh, the rehab hasn't been great. Mm. So, For those who don't know, Beefy has no sense of smell. True. He can't smell anything. No. So he's not a great wine taster. Among, <laughs> Probably uh, the worst wine things. taster in the world. Um, and so they cut his nose off and straightened the 26 breaks that he's had. Yeah. And um, now, uh, scraped out some sinuses yeah. and, uh, yeah, tried to uh, do a few things to make it make me look pretty, Rob. It's going to struggle. Yeah, you look about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not too bad, actually. Yeah. So uh, I'm a bit tired of shoving uh, stuff up my nose and right. sneezing out blood. That's not good. Eating KFC uh, potato and gravy, is that sort of your state? Oh, no, 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 no. Food's not too bad, actually. Yeah. It's just just the hassle. It's just, just consistent headaches is the problem. Yeah. My girlfriend does remind me, you've just had surgery to... To your head. Right. So just relax. Have you stopped snoring, more importantly? I don't know. I have a feeling I might have been snoring last night. Really? Yeah, I have the tendency, if I have a late night and a few drinks, I seem to sort of just roll into the middle of the bed and um, not really register when I'm being loud and not moving. Right. So I'm, and I'm, I'm 6'2 and about 90 kg. My girlfriend's 5'5 five five and about 50 kg. Yeah. So, so she can't really move me. No. Yeah. Just leave you to it, move so, to the other um, room. I, this morning as I got up, she said, hey, bright eyes. Oh. Like quite <laughs> sarcastically. Quite sarcastically, yeah. So how, talk us through you two. And, uh, was they it kicked Liam? off with, they did, it with uh, uh, Noel Gallagher's opened up. Noel Gallagher. Actually, okay. that was great. He did um, he did all the songs that he sings for Oasis at the end. Oh, does he? Oh, yeah. that's a nice one. Oh, Sally Gilwade. Yeah. yeah. And then he did a cover of uh, All You Need Is Love. Well, they love had, is had, all had, you had, need. Had the trumpers and everything. Really? Great tune from Noel. Uh, well, obviously, it's John Lennon originally. Yeah. The Beatles. You heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, they did all right. And then uh, you 2 they opened up with Sunday Bloody Sunday. And then they went out to the main stage and did the whole Joshua Tree album, start to oh, finish, start to finish. Right. Yeah, that was what, that's what the tour was yeah, about. Yeah, I, I knew it was the Joshua Tree. So they've been doing it for two years. It's probably the best four opening tracks of any album. It's a pretty, well, the whole intro for Where the Streets Have No Name was yeah. one of the great intros. Right. Very emotive, moving. And they do the usual thing where they sit and everything goes red with the lights. Not seen them before, so I don't know. You've not seen you two, no, the, the gig goer of all gig goers. I know. Was that not in your bucket list? Not baby? really, no. No. What is in your bucket list, baby? <laughs> That's a good question. I was thinking about this the other day. You, you were 
this is your show and you don't even have your own No, I kind of do. But obviously, I think me and you both share uh, US Masters is definitely on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely on there. Hey, I'm going to the President's Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to see Tiger in the flesh. Very happy about that. Good. Well, he's and just all of a sudden, he's back in form. He won a tournament in... Tokyo or something? US Masters. Um, a bit after that. Uh, that's that's really it. Yeah. I would never have picked that your top thing would be a golf. I think it's the, oh, you've probably seen all of them. You've been to the Super Bowl twice yeah, exactly. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's the fact that this uh, US Masters is kind of... Ex- mm. We did attempt, but we were in the region for the US Masters. We were in Atlanta. <laughs> we were in Atlanta. But we just sort of did the, the math on it, and we couldn't actually... We were just like, we're not going to get in. No. So it, it, rather than drive the two and a half hours to get told... You're not going to get in. Yeah, that was the biggest thing. And it's not one of those things you can kind of pick up a ticket outside either. No scalpers going. Unless well, you, well, it probably is for like five grand or something. It, it, I think yeah. we got offered in the end 1500 each for a day. Each? Yeah. Gosh. And then, then it was a case of you have to get a member's badge and then you have to find the guy you bought the member's badge from to return it to him that After. night. After? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. It's not easy to no, do. No. So uh, we should have posed. A bit of protocol in there. Should have posed as media, Rob. Well... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we've already been doing yeah. for uh, for three to four months. So, um, well, I mean, you you came out the other week and said you'd like to go for a Chinese. That was top of your bucket list. Well, <laughs> Why did what? I go for Chinese? I don't know where that came from. I don't. Know. I went for Macedonian the other night, actually. Really? Yeah, that was good stuff. Was it? Yeah. What's yeah. their uh, What's their want? Where do they head to in terms of their food culture? Spicy meats. Spicy meat, but like the Turks then. A bit like turkey. Right. Yeah, very similar. They don't they have that Reiki drink, the aniseed drink. Oh, yeah, the yeah. yogurt East type. Yogurty? Yeah, is no, it? No, it's, it's like sort of a... a I'm a, thinking it of looks, Raita. It would look sorry. like less from the outside. Oh, really? But it tastes like aniseed. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of Raita, sorry, Indian kind of yogurt. Oh, yogurt-y, okay. Sorry. Yeah, di- very different thing. Yeah. Whole, whole other side of the world, really. Yeah. Almost. Fair, what what fair infused you to go to go Macedonian one night? <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> and we just went for a walk and said, let's try that out. Nice. Yeah, wandered past. There, was, there wasn't a great deal of planning on my girlfriend's uh, part, actually. Oh. It was very much... Uh, so that was it, Macedonian. It was good. It was, it was great. It, was, it, worked like out, it worked out brilliant. But my, my sporting bucket list, what would I... I mean, I've got to go to the Rugby World Cup overseas. Yes. At some point. Um, preferably one that we don't get knocked out well, in the semi Well, they've kind of just announced, I think it's France next time round again. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then uh, they're talking now USA. That would be great. 2027. That would be awesome. I reckon it would take the country by storm if they had oh, the Rebel World Cup. I think it would be USA. pretty phenomenal. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, yeah, that would be fairly full on. Yeah. And I'd like another Cricket World Cup, preferably in England, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, they generally get behind it. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. like to probably go to a Cricket World Cup in India. Oh, I think so, because I just think the crowd... Have you been be... to a game in India? No. It, it's, it would be mental. Yeah, I think that would be quite good. Eden Gardens would be a go-to, I think, when it's mm-hmm. full. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. They're going to play in Pakistan, but who's who's really going to go there? Well, Sri Lanka's the already booked in to go. Well, they're the ones that uh, would have the biggest issue going, wouldn't they? Right. Because considering they nearly got killed. Yeah, Imran Khan has saved the country. Good old Imran. He's, he's the ultimate all-rounder. Not only can he bat and bowl, he can save countries. He's, you can't get better than that, can you? 
I, I, that's what I should be aim, aspiring to, Rob. Well, I mean, that's pretty high, you know, you're aiming a little high. I'm not sure if you're quite <laughs> well, you in you Rankan. I mean, the, you, hey. you play one game for Wales. Yeah. I'm not sure if you're quite as good as, like, the greatest all-rounder of all time. Oh. You could bowl at, like, 145 kilometres an hour, one Pakistan, the World Cup. You know, I don't want to make you feel bad about it. No, yourself. no, I'm, I'm definitely not feeling bad. Hey, uh, talking about World Cups and World Championships, mm-hmm. uh, we've got to do a big shout-out to uh, the Vic Roller Derby girls. Right. Who are in the World Championships right now in Montreal. It's a big event. World Championships, right? We can't get bigger than this. Roller Derby, physical. If anyone's ever seen Roller Derby, yeah. I mean, if you want to talk about gender equality and progressiveness, it, this is a sport dominated by women. It's one of the most physical games I've ever seen. It is pretty physical. And I've, I've, I've seen women's teams destroy male teams. So it's nothing to, you know, you think that uh, men are the uh, stronger, more bolshy type of sex, but no, not in Roller Derby. No. And the Roller Derby girls, they're a, they're a different bunch. They have kind of a, um, what do you call that sort of culture that surrounds it? Rockabilly. Yeah. And they have different, they have, what are their, they have great names, don't they? They, they do. They, they have names like, they'll have a name like Screw Barrymore. Screw Barrymore, that's one of our favourites. It's things like that, great puns. And uh, they go out there and they smash it. So what's, what's the news from Montreal? Is it, is it, is it going um, well? Well, they only, it's probably on, literally right now, they're playing against Los Angeles in the first round. They're seeded three because, uh, don't forget, they won this a uh, couple of years ago. So they're quite highly seeded. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll run you through the, uh, the Vic Roller Derby girls names. team. Um, spinach. Spinach. Yeah. How's it spelt? Just spinach. Spinach, yeah. Like Popeye. What about bisexual? Bisexual. What? Like bicep and sexual, yeah. I see. So. Bisexual. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. Danny Darko. Not Danny, Donnie Not Darko. Danny, so her name's obviously Danny. Yeah. Um, yep. Slamazon. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, Anna Condher. Interesting. Yeah. Anna Pave You Over. Anna Pave You Over. Yeah, that's a bit of a play on uh, Anna Pavlova. Right. I think. Uh, Steel Thunder. Lauren Foote. She didn't think too much about that, Lauren Foote, did she? No. Uh, Curly Burley, um, lethal, just straight out lethal. lethal. I like that. Number nine. That's literal. That's not metaphorical. No. (laughs) Literally lethal. (laughs) Literally lethal. So uh, I'm just trying to find some results here, but uh, it doesn't seem to have updated. Mm. Uh, So as we go into a couple of breaks, I'll try and find out about uh, the the results. So uh, Brilliant. Yeah, so good luck to to the Vic Roller Derby. And you were saying, actually, we went to the uh, kind of the Vic, well, this team, the Vic Roller Derby girls, played against the men, didn't they? And absolutely wiped the floor with the men. It was a, it was a hiding to nothing. It definitely was, a, and one way traffic. And it's a growing sport. I went and visited some young juniors out in the southeast uh, earlier in the year, and um, met a young uh, roller derbyer named April O'Wheel. April O'Wheel. That's from April O'Neil, who's the uh, reporter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice, good character. So she changed the Neil to Wheel. They're the witches of East Vic, aren't they? They are the witches, the, the witches of East Vic. Exactly yeah, right. Very good. I like that. It's, I love a play on it. Not just the pun in the names with the pun in the team name as well so well, it's just great to see roller derby thriving i think it's uh, i think it's a good thing i think it'd be a great thing say if like you've been to go see you two the night before and on a raging bender till like 2am and you're really rough yeah. it's a great way to snap out of it go do some roller derby it would be so keep that one in mind beefy no i will i'm not too sure how the men's roller derby's going how they're recruiting players well i can't help you out beefy so we'll just leave that as a rhetorical <laughs> question um so apart from the us masters golf and something else what we you know you did a uh, a lay to your bucket list items is there apart yeah. from cricket and, and going you- for a 
feed a Chinese. Yeah. So cricket, cricket World rugby, Cup, rugby World Cup. Well, I only support three teams. I support the Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah. New Zealand All Blacks and New Zealand cricket team. Yeah. So obviously I'm not from Australia if those haven't figured out. Mm. So I've got to go to the grand final. I reckon Hawthorne will be in, if not this year, the next year. Okay. Hawthorne will make the grand final again, I reckon. Well, so I've, got, well, I've been to, I've only, I've been to Anzac Day, but I can't, it's, it's it's Collingwood Essendon, you know. Yeah. So I just want to go to the grand final again. Really. No, that's it. And like I say, we, you can't get. Past I did the... go to the Cricket World Cup final in you Melbourne. Did. Yeah. MCG. So yeah. I mean, that's sort of that box is kind of ticked. Yeah, you did. But then Brendan McCullum got bowled out fifth ball of the game. <laughs> so that kind you've of killed nev- it. You've, I've never heard a roar as loud in my entire life. Right. As when he got it was devastating. The whole it felt like the whole stadium stood up except for me and the three guys next to me. <laughs> yeah. When that ball came through. The thing is, like, everyone sort of bags Brendan McCullum for that, getting yeah. bowled out in that game. But, I mean, you, anyone, you try facing an in-swinging Yorker at 152 clicks, mm. coming down Pretty from tough. about seven foot five. It's a it's a tough delivery to face at the best of times. Yeah. Let alone, like, I remember he was charging down the pitch trying to smash it, and I'm on the sort of side on. And I'm like, how can you consider trying to belt this stuff? I can't even barely see it. No, especially and, from side on. And I've actually heard, I met, I met Brendan's cousin at a wedding. I was sitting next to his cousin in a wedding, and he's, I asked him about that. And he's, he's, he said, Brendan said he, he actually just didn't see the ball. Oh, they and, always... and, and afterwards, when he talks about it, he says he just forgot the old school watch the ball. <laughs> yeah. Well, they always say, though, and uh, I've been around a lot of cricketers in my time, once it gets over 145, 90 mile an hour, mm-hmm. You struggle to see it anyway, right? Let alone when it's swinging. Yeah. So you know when it's and a perfect Yorker on yeah, off stuff. And if it's 152, you just hopefully it hits the bat instead of the other way around. <laughs> in all fairness, so one of the most disappointing finals after what was a tremendous World Cup. Mm, exactly right. Right. And of course, speaking of World Cups, so, so obviously again, New Zealand went through to the final and went to the Super Over. They just recently just played a T20 best of five matches against England, and it was tied to all final match. And they tied the fifth game. They did. And went to a super over again. Mm. But this time, the super over wasn't a tie. No. We lost badly. In the super they did. Because um, in the crowd, they actually gave out, let's hope it's not a tie tie or something to the crowd. Right, okay. So it kind of backfired on them because it right. was a it tie. It was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, the, the, some some of the media representatives in New Zealand have drafted up a letter, right, to try and request uh, shared custody of the World Cup. Oh, okay. With with the Brits, um, there it has been signed by I think a faux Owen Morgan. Oh, right. Not the real Owen Morgan. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you can have it. Doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Nah. Right. Not to a Welshman. Not till not till Wales get their own team. That's all I've got to say on the matter. Di, if you want to go on a sports tour experience, who are you going to choose? Sportsnet Holidays Beefy, Australia's number one provider of sports travel. They offer travel packages and tours to over 50 of the world's biggest sporting events. Sportsnet takes the stress out of organising travel to those bucket list events. So whether it's the Australian Open Tennis or the Isle of Man TT, Sportsnet will ensure you have the adventure of a lifetime. Make sure if you're going on a holiday to a sporting event, go through Sportsnet Holidays. Give them a call on 1300 888 858. It's 1300 888 858. Sportsnetholidays.com. Turn that dream sport trip into a reality. Good morning. You're on the bucket list with me, Beefy, and it's my great pleasure to uh, welcome Shane Stedman, who is the sales and operations leader for Travel Money Oz. Good morning, Beefy. I'm- hey, I can't believe it. We're way into November already. We're in the run up to uh, Christmas, and I'm sure you've got some Christmas holiday tips. 
tips to making your money go further when you're travelling overseas this Christmas? We certainly do, BP. Uh, we have a few to share today. So the first is knowing your budget and doing your best to stick to that budget. And of course, making room for a few extra splurges while you're overseas. The second is to avoid buying your currency at the last minute. Hidden fees are also a real thing, no matter what your bank will tell you. An ATM charge, they do add up. You can get stung anywhere from 5 to $10 for something as little as a $50 withdrawal. So that really adds up if you're doing that regularly. So we uh, recommend that you travel with a mixed wallet of cash and a currency pass, which you can reload while you're overseas. Now, your uh, currency pass, that's a great innovation. Uh, tell us about that. It's a multi-currency card. You can have up to 10 currencies on the one card. It's free to purchase with us in store. And when you're overseas, it's a lot safer and a lot cheaper than using your bank or credit card. Absolutely. Yeah, in the run-up to Christmas, what do you guys got? You got any special offers that you uh, want to entice our listeners with? We certainly do. We have one on right now, till now until the end of November, and that's the amazing load and save deal that we have on our currency pass card. Um, the more that you load, the more that you save. Um, you load $500, you get a bonus 10. Load 1000 you get a bonus 25 And load $1,500, you get a bonus 40 Wow, free money, people. Free money. You can't get better than that. Now, obviously, in the run-up to Christmas, you've just talked about how vital planning is. Uh, when is the best time to get your uh, money in order when you're travelling overseas? Well, Exchange rates change daily, so we wish we all knew. The best time to buy your currency, like I said, is to avoid buying it at the last minute. And at Travel Money, we have a rate move guarantee, which means if you buy your cash now, you've got 14 days protection on your rate, which means if the rate goes up in your favour, you'll get the difference given back to you. You are guaranteed not to lose out because it's the worst feeling in the world when you buy your currency and then just when you're getting closer to going away, all of a sudden the uh, Aussie dollar surges and you think you're missing out. So any time you change your money with Travel Money, money oz you will get that rate move guarantee that's just going to be money in your pocket that is the little fallback that travel money oz can offer you shane how can we contact you guys contact us at travelmoneyoz.com we have a store locator and store phone numbers on our website page so uh, go check it out and you can find all the info that you need there that is travel money oz travel money oz.com or you can give them a bell 1300 Shane, what you got planned for the rest of the weekend? I'm having a very quiet and very civilised uh, weekend this weekend. Uh, in the lead up to Christmas, it's going to be crazy, as the silly season always is, so a very quiet one. Absolutely. Less than six weeks to go, people. So if you are planning on going overseas this Christmas time, please get in touch with Travel Money Oz. They will look after you and make sure you get the best value currency exchange you possibly can. Yeah, Rob. Great singing. Even though you're a loser, yeah. you can still, you can still be, be a world champion. You're an assumed loser by the fact that you're not currently a world champion, but you can change that by becoming a world champion in some sort of niche sport with which the beef man's done some research and has given you kind of a, a loophole, really, to That's try right. and escape your loserdom. We, what have you found, Beefy? Th- well, last weekend, yep. unfortunately, we've just missed this, but we're getting ready for next year. Good. Uh, how a, about... Early, a 51-week heads up. 51-week heads up to get into training. Yep. If you want to just sit on a bike mm. and roll down a hill. Just sit. Just sit. How big's the hill, Beefy? Quite big, yeah. by all accounts. Quite big is the description of the hill from it, Beefy. It's in Bundanoon. It's a thorough description. 
New South Wales. Yep. It is the Cycling Roll-Off World Championships. You just roll. You just roll. So you get a bike, yep. you go to the top of the hill. Yeah. There's no pedalling allowed. No pedalling allowed. And you just roll. You just roll. So essentially the fattest wins. Uh, well, we'd have to do a coefficient, friction coefficient, to find right. out the best way in aerodynamics and everything else. Or Look at the various physical uh, forces, G-forces. Angles, um, drag factor, levitation. Y- yes, wizard. But yeah, you you basically sit on a bike, roll down a hill, uh, yep. and you've got two chances as well, Rob. Mm. Somebody that rolls the furthest, yep. and somebody that rolls the fastest. So there is a fish- finishing line. They not so you don't think that they're going to be the same thing. No, I don't. Surely, think, if no. you roll, if you go down the fastest, you must roll the farthest. Uh, that's a great question. We'd have to mm. we'd have to get uh, some uh, expert opinion on mm-hmm. you know to see whether they are dual world champions or whether the weight issue does significantly slow you, but does give you more kinetic energy to roll you further. Are you sure you're not just encouraging morbid obesity here? Because whatever whatever wins you the world championship, Rob. I I can just see a huge big tubby person just excelling here. This this is definitely the niche for the obese. The, the obese need a world mm. championship too, apart from splash diving. Mm. Right, that's, that's true. Well, mm. but I, I will say I'm dubious as to whether people really need training for this as such. Inverted commas training. Well, it's hey, it's your comfort factor, Rob. Basically, if you sit on the bike well and the bike works well and you're comfortable, then it may take so you So your 50- only goal for 51 weeks is to be comfortable. <laughs> I can't yeah. argue with that. This is your training to be as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Right. Okay, and you can be a world champion. You definitely can. Yeah. I'm so not sure what, who won if, it. If you do pedal, are you disqualified? Yeah, you are. Too much physical activity That's involved. too much physical How activity. How dare you pedal? <laughs> That's yeah. right. Stop that immediately. In fact, there is... I've, I've Have read, another cake. On yeah. the way down. Yeah, yeah. You can even eat while yeah, you're doing brilliant. it. I, I even think there is part of... Uh, there is a rule where you have to actually flick the chain off the uh, the cogs to okay, stop so, you so you actually can't. So pedaling would actually probably increase resistance against the wind and be detrimental to yeah. your rolling capacity. Yeah. Mm. So um says the chain is dropped off the front chain wheel. The only push allowed is from the single foot on the ground at the start. It's the a other... one leg, one foot push. One foot push. No two foot pushes around here. Definitely not. Just the one. And no no sort of assist right-hand man, sort of Robin to Batman style push off? Obviously not. Nah. I love these quotes. There is nothing quite like the buzz of rolling past a struggling, almost stationary opponent. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, a buzz, is it? That's a buzz. Yeah. Well, the other buzz is. There's a feeling I'm 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 doing nothing right now, and yet I'm excelling more than you are. In fact, you could be world yeah. champion at doing so, nothing. But but the, surely at that point, that person realizes they're simply fatter than the other person. Well, and, and in the long run, although they could be a world champion at rolling down a bike, <laughs> they're still really fat, oh, which well, is not good. It might encourage you to get up and get active, though. <laughs> It, but, but in their minds, they already are active. This is the point. It's like a, it's a faux activeness. It's a, it's a, they've misled themselves into believing mm. that they're doing something which is a, a physical activity which could help them become a, a champion, not just of their local area, but of the entire world. Mm. And yet, in order to do that, they've done the opposite 
of what most training like. I mean, there's no Rocky montage for the cycling roller. Hey, calm down. It's here. just like one shot of a big, huge tubs just eating and drinking beer and just sitting there. Like that's that's going to be a tough one to edit to, <laughs> to make the Oscar real. Well, you know? I'm not sure they're going that that far. I'm not sure it's going on for days and days. But imagine how long it would have taken that person to get up those Philadelphia steps. You know, yeah. It was sort of they'd probably just roll down well, them. And you've instead. got no proof at the minute that uh, the 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 largest competitors winning this. By the way. Give me your next quote. <laughs> there is nothing quite like the buzz of rolling faster than any other rider to the finish line. The buzz, but both again twice that's with the, the buzz. One. That is the twice with the buzz. The uh, yeah, they, they, there's a lot of buzz stuff happening. Yeah, it's, uh, an, it's an adrenaline-filled sport. I love this. Uh, the course should have no corners, so you're not even allowed to like. <laughs> it's just a dead straight line. <laughs> Uh, no severe breaking. Um, the roll-off, this is it. This is the one for you, Rob. Mm-hmm. The roll-off is perhaps the greatest leveller in cycling. <laughs> Fitness plays little part, and it's one of the few... No, it plays no part. Little. I'm, say, I'm, I'm quoting, I'm quoting. Plays little part, and it's one of the few sports where men and women can compete on an equal footing. Whilst body plus bike mass is generally accepted to improve chances in a distance event, sleekness and aerodynamics play a key role in the shorter, faster format. It's truly a sport for the narrow, the wide, and anyone in between. Come on. It's just for the wide. <laughs> well, stop getting past. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I was almost, I'm almost not thrilled about the fact that we're giving these so-called athletes airtime. I mean, people are supposed to, if, if you're going to give a, a, some sort of poignant quote as a sports person, you, you've generally achieved something. Now, these people have not really achieved anything. They've I gone mean, on a bike. Well, like, I'm sitting right opposite you right now. You're sitting in a stool. Yeah. You could effectively be training for this event right now. I, 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 just I actually, sitting in that chair. I actually am. Really? Yeah. You're, you're, this is your start of your 51-week <laughs> regime. Yeah. Um, I'm at Bundanoon, New South Wales. It's, it's actually, I know exactly where Bundanoon is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you leave Canberra and head towards Sydney, and as soon as you hit the New South Wales border, that is where Bundanoon is. Well, what a revelation that is. Beefy knows where the event is. I've been he can this use Google Maps. Yeah. So he can use Google Maps, and he can sit on a stool. He's, he's Three quarters of the way there. I've got a bike. Probably ninety percent of the way. You got a bike I've got already. A bike already. So, Kevin Beefy Blake, former what? international cricketer, yep. and a world's biggest sports fan, Guinness World Record holder. In case you haven't heard ninety million times, <laughs> Beefy is the Guinness World Record holder for being the world's greatest spectator. Yeah, is potentially going to take this huge leap of getting out of the spectator's seat and into another seat and sit on a bike and roll down a hill. It's in my future, Rob. Have you I talked to take... Claire about um, your training regime in terms of, because you don't cook anything. No. So if you're going to get some more momentum, uh, there might be a bit of lasagna on the cards or something like Car- that. I'm what? carving up now. Yeah? 51 weeks of carbs. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Yeah? Just getting ready for this. So okay. uh, it's in my future. It's in what? my future. If I'm going to take out a world championship, and we've got close before, mm. you know what I mean? You've got the quarterfinals or the world marbles mm. championships. Yes. I think... I could take out the distance roll-off world championship. It's just, I mean, the thing is, oh, it's just great to have a dream, isn't it, Beef? I keep dreaming. I mean, speaking of bucket lists, if you wanted to tick off one thing on your list before you kick the bucket, yeah, the metaphorical bucket, then uh, it seems that cycling roll-off is something which is going to fulfil you to, to great heights. I think it might. It put you in the, do they have Australian Sports Person of the Year? Oh, probably. You probably, the yeah. Board, the yellow border medal I should I, get for this. I, I really think you're in the running already. Even mm. without doing the event, just the training montage. Uh, <laughs> if he didn't send you in chips. Mm. 
every day. Outstanding. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I look forward to this, Beefy. Uh, me too. And uh, who are the champions of this year's event? Oh, I'm Did not you, sure. You I mean, don't know? Didn't, didn't get that far on the uh, research? No. Sorry about that. It's just uh, the important thing is that the event happened. That's exactly right. And there is an opportunity yeah. for lard asses like myself to yeah. become a world we're champion. We're just informing the people. Is what That's we're all about. we're doing. Yeah, yeah. There is options out there to become a world champion. We, people need to be aware of options. Always. If you don't give them options, then they won't do anything. Oh. Ironically... Could a, be great training for this event. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, that's a great quote. You know, I've had a bit of time off together. Conference, some funny press conference interview stuff, sporting related in Brilliant. our, the Sting says top 10. It's going to be a top seven. Ladies and gentlemen, here's tonight's top 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Three, six, five, top 10. Alrighty, this is the first one. It's a long question and a quite short answer. 19 to the Pacers. You're down 11 heading into the fourth tonight in this game. Is there ever a point at which you don't think you can come back? And what's your mindset? No. Yeah, so tell me about that. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah. Yeah. If you can answer the question with one word, why, why, that's it. why muck about why Gee. flourish? I can, just, I can just imagine there would be a lot of people that would have responded like that to Andy Marr because Andy Marr is world famous, uh, SEN's very own Andy Marr. Right. He asked questions that last five minutes. Yeah. And then somebody will say, nope, and then he's got to start again. Yeah. And he'll ask another question that lasts five minutes. So Andy doesn't do too many press conferences nowadays. They kicked him out. They kicked him out. Yeah, that's it. Go for the short question. Yeah. Or, or just any question that you can answer <laughs> yes or no to. Yeah. You know, the key is you say how. Open-ended questions, Rob. That's what you've got to do. Um, Actually, this is a cracker. This is all about open-ended questions. But uh, Brendan Ventner, the old South African rugby coach, Mm. he just, he has a ball with this one. Uh, Director of rugby, the colourful South African Brendan Ventner gave a bizarre interview, or non-interview. What went wrong? She got off to such a wonderful start. Yeah, interesting. I wonder what went wrong. I have to think about it. Think about it. Well, what did go wrong? I have to look, look and think about it. Think about it deeply, very deeply. Did it hinge in the end on a bit of genius from Sreli Bombo? Bit of genius, bit of magic, Sreli Bombo, very interesting, very good, yeah, very good. Three cheers for Sreli Bombo, very good, very good. What were you happy with about your side? Oh, happy, happy everything, everything, very good, very happy with my team. But you didn't win, did you, Brendan? Yeah, win, we didn't win, it's true, yeah. Why didn't you win? Oh, good question, that's very good question, win. It's, It's important to win, it is important to win. We must try harder, absolutely, yeah. So you think it's a lack of effort? Oh, lack of effort, lack of effort. Can't think it's a lack of effort. Wouldn't never so, 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 so what is it, Brendan? Uh, what would it be? Let me think. Uh, I can't, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that one. Think about it deeply. <laughs> so, it's a great interview. Interesting take on things. Yeah, yeah. how's your life going, Beefy? Yeah, I, love, yeah, 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 I have to think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you have must, good coffee this morning? Must beefy? try harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your coffee this morning? Good, was it good? Was it good? No, it wasn't good. It was good, it was good. Maybe I'll think about my coffee later. Yeah, yeah maybe um, I'll get back to you on the coffee. Just, Brilliant. It's, and so what? As an interviewer, you'd think, I'm not getting anywhere here. But it, just... mu- it must drive you mental when your team, you've been coaching them all week, everyone's putting their heart and soul into it, yeah. and then some guy says, what went wrong? <laughs> just like, how about I just punch you in the face? <laughs> yeah. How about that for an answer? I think that's what he was feeling. All right, what about what about this one? The use of metaphors and similes. This is an absolute belter. A bloke called Ian Holloway that coached this. Literally, year. this is metaphorically. Just wait and see. All right. We'll always get sides having a go, and then come back and, and score two good goals after. Yeah, I have said it before, you know, um, a win's a win. Um, and put it in gentleman's terms if you go out on a night and you're looking for a young lady and you pull one 
you know that's it some some weeks they're good looking and some weeks they're not the best and and <laughs> our performance today would have been not the best looking um, bird but at least we'd have gone home in a taxi with it. <laughs> If that makes any sense, you know. Not at all, but it sounds great. It certainly does. She wasn't the best-looking lady we've ended up taking home, but she was very pleasant, very nice, and all. Thanks very much. Let's have a coffee. We might have to come back to you on that point a bit later in the season. Anyway, um, what about the third goal, Paul Furlong? Great strike from the free kick. You know, you got options from those free kicks. We knew there was going to be a fight on. We knew there was going to be a fight on. I don't mean any disrespect for that from to my good lady because I never go out on the pool. I only try to to make you understand what it's like, you know? A win is a bird and we take her own at the end of the day. We want a better looking one than that if we can, but if not, we'll take her home anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's an analogy, I think, is what you call <laughs> Oh, uh. gosh. You enjoyed that one, didn't you? Well, yeah, very good. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, that's the sort of thing that I, I would have thought, oh, you must get pulled up for these days for being uh, not, yeah. not politically correct. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's, you know, free speech one no. at the end of the day, didn't it? No. Um, but that's definitely, I would say that's an analogy as opposed yeah, to okay. a metaphor. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. We can't go past our friend of the show, Nick Kyrgios. This is at Wimbledon this year. Nick. Uh, you played a great match, and um, uh, you were out to play oh, last night. Oh yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining my memory. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. It is hilarious. Yeah, sorry. Oh, anyway. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward, all right. That's when he was at, at he was at the pub the night before, and yeah. she was there also. She was there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. No, no selfie evidence. Well, who knows? Who knows? There it, you did, go. it didn't make it onto Twitter. No. That uh, would be the next step for Nick Kyrgios, I think. Just start documenting his vendors <laughs> and start putting it out there. That would be the, good. That would be great. Uh, Gordon Strack, another coach in the old English Premier League. He, uh, well, he was just having a go at the uh, reporters for not paying much attention to his team. Mm-hmm. By two goals to one. Your league position suggests that that might have been an unexpected result, was it? If you've not seen us playing recently, and if you have not brought your cameras along, and if you went to other games, if you've been to other games recently and seen us playing, that you would know that that there was potential in our, our team. Uh, we've been scoring a lot of goals, but unfortunately, every team that we played against recently, they've all played rubbish. We've played uh, just ordinary, and the other teams have been rubbish. So no doubt, at the end of the day, Liverpool will be rubbish, and we were just ordinary. But uh, I thought at times our ordinary stuff was quite good. <laughs> yes, good way with words. All right, short and sweet. This is another friend of the show. Shaq, the flagger, flat earther. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. All right. Last question right here. Shaq, let's just say that a uh, snake bit your mom right up here, right in the chest area. Would you be willing to suck the venom out to win the title? No, but I will with your wife. <laughs> Thank you, Shaq. <laughs> uh, Definitely really? fired. Now, now, how long ago was that? Oh, well, it was Shaq. He hasn't played for 15 yeah. years, I reckon. It is an odd question. It was a very odd question, wasn't yeah. it? I think, obviously, he, he must have known Shaq in some way. All and, right. And uh, uh, number, one. Oh, this number is, one. This is one of the greatest interviews I've ever heard in my life. It's had to be censored. Okay. This way. It's a guy called Tony Thompson. Did He's you... a boxer, and uh, this is just brilliant. Okay. We've seen you singing in the build-up in your dressing room. You seem to exude confidence. You believed in yourself coming back over here. I'd be allowed to say I didn't have butterflies. You know, David scares the hell out of me. Big, strong, athletic guy, well, Olympic pedigree. I mean, just a good, strong boss. He scared the hell out of me. But it brought the f- 
fucking best out of me. Yeah. Can you say fucking? Not really, but don't worry, we'll let it fly. Right. Um, I would love to fight Tyson Fury over here, or in Vegas, or anywhere that big pussy wants to fight. He's been mouthing off about me, my age, whatever. Tyson Fury, let's get it on, man. Finally, in your dressing room before the fight, I think you had a bit of Lionel Richie. Easy like Sunday morning. Oh, easy what, like Sunday what's going to be the soundtrack for Saturday night for Tony Thompson? Hey, man, I'm going to go home and break my wife's hip. I ain't had sex with her in a while. She's going to feel the pain. And the pleasure. I mean, oh, it's going to be some pleasure mixed in there. But she might be crippled in the morning. So um, if anybody out there want to donate a wheelchair to the right. Save the Miss Thompson's okay. All right, she'll fun. Be... <laughs> Listen, well done. Congratulations. In if anyone want to donate a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh. That's just disgraceful. Yeah. But uh, very, very funny. Um, (laughs) Did he really have to ask if you're allowed to say the F word on TV? (laughs) I I think it's well established that that one's generally not on the the front bench. And um, gosh, he's lucky he's not employed by anyone because he would have been fired about eight (laughs) times for that uh, particular. I'm sure he's uh, respectful to us. Very respectful. Gosh. Pleasure in the pain. I was just stay clear of that one. No, yeah. brilliant. I love that. It's very funny. Does your sporting club or community group need help with fundraising? They all do. My Club Shop is your essential fundraising partner. This free service is simple to use and can provide a 12-month-a-year revenue stream. With support from great companies like Samsung and TCL and new features being added daily, this revolutionary platform is a complete game-changer. Did we mention it's all free? All you have to do is log on to myclubshop.com.au to register your interest and one of their friendly team will get in touch straight away. That's myclubshop.com.au, and it's all free. Good morning, you're on the bucket list, and we've got Daniel Ciccone from Sportsnet Holidays, and we're going V8 supercar racing. This time, we're off to Perth. Now, this year, they did the uh, Super Night event for the first time. Daniel, Perth? Night event, what do you reckon? Beefy, good morning. Absolutely brilliant. It's different. It's exciting. It's at Barbagallo Raceway, 50 kilometres north of, of Perth, so only about 45 minutes uh, by car. Barbagallo has been part of the supercars calendar since 1973. I love night race. Different, it's new, and, and I think it adds you know, a, a new twist to, to a supercar event that's been going for a very long time. Yeah, I, I agree with you totally. you just got to look at Singapore, and the whole atmosphere of the event totally changes. So uh, when's the race being held? So it's Friday the 15th of May to Sunday the 17th of May next year. Obviously, they've got to work the schedules a little bit differently. How does the uh, weekend work? Friday's all about practice from a, a supercar's perspective. And then Saturday is qualifying and racing. Uh, there's a supercar race, which is 50 laps on the Saturday. And Sunday is qualifying and racing as well with a supercar race that is 83 laps. The event started around about 12 p.m. The last session ended at about 9 p.m. on both days. So huge days of racing very exciting going from day to night exactly this is such a great event it's an event like we've talked about what the special experiences are you got get special our package is one night accommodation in central perth all quality accommodation you get a three-day uh, trackside pass so those that have the budget you see the teams and the drivers up close even better than that every single person that books with sports at holidays gets a pit lane walk and and the other one uh that we're including for this event as well is a behind the scenes tour of barbagallo raceway i just did one uh up at Mount Panorama. I absolutely loved it. So we managed to secure one uh, at Barbagallo as well. Some absolute ripper uh, special experiences included in this package.
huge. When uh, the V8 supercars come to town, especially with special nights like this, accommodation is pretty tough to come by. All our hotels are, are quality three, four, five-star hotels in central Perth. So we're not at the races. If our guests want to explore Perth, everything is just a stone throws away. For example, when the, the races start at 12 p.m., people want to get up in the morning and, and have a bit of a look around. They don't have to go too far. Now, you guys are the go-to guys for V8 supercar events. What other travel packages to other events around Australia are you offering? Well, we offer the biggest and the best, Bathurst 1000, with all our hotels and, and motels located in Bathurst itself. So location is absolutely brilliant. We offer the Darwin Triple Crown, one of my favourite events. I love it up in Darwin and, and Hidden Valley Circle. Gold Coast 600, who doesn't love the Gold Coast, let alone when the uh, the supercars are on? And in 2020, Gold Coast will be a night race as well. Uh, and the Melbourne 400, which uh, has the, the supercars as a support race for the Australian Grand Prix. We've got some great ones to choose from. Now, why should you book through Sportsnet Holidays? I can answer it, but I'd rather you do. Beefy, thank you. Uh, these packages are just incredible value for money. Four nights accommodation from $899 per person. Everything is official with us. The special experiences, a lot of them are really difficult to get. You can't get elsewhere. We're a one-stop shop. We're Australian-owned and operated, again, for those that care. Your own personal consultant from start to finish, that's really important. You know, like I've said before, we're no spring chicken. We're in our 21st year of operation. Let me run you through this. Great accommodation, official tickets, transfers to and from the event. Now, on a night event, that is vitally important. You get the special experiences, you get to meet the drivers, you get the pit walk, you get everything behind the scenes at Barbagallo. It's going to be a great few nights in Perth. It's going to be sensational. Daniel, how do we get hold of you? It'd be very easy. You can either go to our website, www.sportsnetholidays.com. All the information is there. Alternatively, uh, 1-300-888-858. Yeah, if you want to get to Perth, the Super Night Supercars in 2020, it's in May next year give sportsnet holidays a call 1-300-888-858 or jump on their internet site sportsnetholidays.com you know beefy when you're traveling you never know what's going to happen with the currency market the currency can fluctuate up or down that's why it's good to find out more about travel money oz yeah it doesn't matter how skilled you are how many times you've exchanged before there is no foolproof way to get the best exchange rate Ah, unless, of course, you take out Travel Money Oz's Rate Move Guarantee because they can give you that. Winner, winner. One less thing you have to worry about when you're travelling. You can give them a call on 1300 426 997. That's 1300 426 997. Or you can just jump on their internet site, www.travelmoneyoz.com. That's travelmoneyoz.com. Hey, uh, yeah, jump on their internet site, please. Um, hey, we went to the New York Empire State Building stair climb, didn't we? We did. A few years ago. Yeah. We interviewed a lad with no leg. Who he, ran up the... He got Empire... bitten off by a shark. He did get bitten And he ran up the whole Empire State And he State still surfs. Mm. Well, it's the Eureka stair climb tomorrow. Okay. Eureka Tower stair How climb. How many stories Eureka? Uh, 88, I think. Really? I think it is, yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't you? No. Well, I ain't doing well, it. Well, it sounds like oh, no, I'm not doing it either. I mean, we're getting ready for cycling roll-off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got from one extreme to the other. Yeah. Uh, 1,642 steps, uh, 88 floors. Well done, Beefy. You actually, yeah. you actually had some information I, correct sorry this Sorry about that, Rob. I was sorry, a research. Guinness World Record holder. Yeah, Brilliant. that's it. So uh, if you're on, uh, I think it starts like 7 a.m. or something. I, I think there's quite a few heats. It'd be but... a tough one to be a spectator for, that one, I would have I thought. always like the fact that um, the Empire State Building stair climb is probably the world's most famous event with 
without any spectators because yeah. you you literally cannot and I'll use literally in the yeah. right in the right form. You there, do you need um, you can't do it. So yeah. you'd have to have some sort of abseiling uh, reverse contraction. Definitely. Mm. Uh, what's on for the weekend, Rob? Anything exciting? Uh, thinking like like sit on the couch, watch some races. No surprise there. Yeah. All right, people. If you want to do what Rob does, get on the couch, watch some sport. We will be not be back next week. I might. Yeah. Rob won't. Sorry about that. All right. Relief for the people. Have a good weekend, everybody. Hey there, Beefy. Hey, Rob. Do you have nothing to do all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've got nothing to do all the time, Rob. Well, guess what? I've found something that you can do with your nothing time. <laughs> What's that, Rob? Listen to a great podcast called 365 Days of Sport. Right. It stars you and me. Oh, wow. So, other people can listen to it besides the people who are on it. Yeah. If you want. Get it wherever you get your podcast from. We're on Spotify too. 365 Days of Sport. It's the podcast you never knew you wanted to listen to.